everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And this month, we are doing 80s month. If you've been a long-time listener of the show, you've known that we've done sci-fi month last year. Month before we, or the year before that, we did uh, horror month, I think. Yeah, we did horror month. We had a Star Wars month. Oh, we did do a Star Wars month, too. We've done, we've done, uh, we like to do these once a year. We like to do a themed month. We like to throw it back and you know, revisit something. And this is the first time doing a whole decade, and so this is going to be a real exciting month. Uh, we have a full month-long guest uh, filling in for Ron, so we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, it's Matt. And it's Hyde. And I'm Michael. So we got Matt filling in for Ron this week, or Ooh, this month. This month. Ron's going to be on the last episode of the, sh- of, the, of the month because it's just a review show. So Yeah. Um, Ron is but bailing out on, on, this, on these three episodes because <laughs> it is completely out of his wheelhouse. <laughs> Um, putting it mildly. Yeah, putting it mildly. So um, <laughs> if you haven't guessed by the episode art, Sorry, episode buddy. title, or description, and if you just blindly hit play, um, this is a top ten episode uh, of top ten uh, 80s action films. Uh, and that is a, a theme for the next two episodes after this. Uh, 80s sci-fi slash fantasy and 80s horror films. Uh, so, and when Ron was ch- getting to make the list, oh, there's that AC leaking again? All right. Um, sorry, we're recording this in Circleland and we were having an AC problem. Uh, we'll find out. Hopefully it doesn't explode. All right. Uh, uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so there's really no going back. we got to record. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, so, but when Ron was trying to make his list here, uh, he... Uh, see, <laughs> really? Gonna- I'm, yes, I'm going to call him out. So, uh, so for 80s horror, Ron came up, got two. He had, at number 10, he has The Shining. And at number one, he has Aliens. Okay. Uh, he's got nothing no for sci-fi that. fantasy. He's got some maybes also there. He also has aliens over there. Uh, he has a maybe column of aliens, some other things. So, yeah. He only had two for action, Batman and Karate Kid. Uh, so, shout out Ron. Uh, next time you see Ron, give him some 80s movies to watch. Bring him, bring him your Blu-rays. Uh, he'll return them. He's trustworthy. Um, Why don't you give him a list of suggestions of stuff like on Netflix or that's, Hulu? That's, We've already done that, too. Yeah. No, you got a couple of sour customers. Has he ever seen like Clockwork Orange? We just like strap him. No, Ronald hasn't seen a Clockwork Orange. (laughs) (laughs) Strap him to the chair and have his eyes wide open. The the, the list of movies that Ron has seen is significantly smaller than the list he hasn't seen. Like of of popular movies, you know. That's fine. Things like that. But anyway, uh, we're just poking fun. Shout out, Ron. Uh, We miss you. Love you, buddy. Love you, Ron. All right. So, um, but before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah! Be- oh wait, someone's got we got to fill in. Yeah. All right. So um, before we get started and all that, we're gonna have to make sure we don't forget our pickle of the week. All three. <laughs> That's what Ron does. He's not here. Shout out! Shout out to young homie. All right. Um, again. Yeah. Again. Chocolate um, broccoli. Chocolate broccoli. Is it the whole episode just making fun of Ron? Because <laughs> he said that he's finally gonna be able to listen to the show because he's not on it. So uh, yeah. Because he never listens to the show because he's on him. I, yeah, I find it kind of hard to listen to the shows I'm on. Just really? A little bit. I, I get it. I understand. I don't like I, I edit the show, so I, I'm used to it. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, I hear my voice all the time. Um, but anyway, uh, what are we doing? Pickle of the week. Yeah, uh, so my pick of the week is, uh, I forgot, my pick of the week. Oh, Snot Girl. Snot Girl 11. I'm okay. a big fan of Snot Girl. I'm, I'm happy that it's back. Um, and How long see. was it on hiatus for? Uh, a couple months, three or four months, usually. Okay. So okay. Um, it's... Shout out to uh, Brian Lee O'Malley. We talked about him uh, on our Top Ten Comic Artists episode. Yeah, uh, we had a whole Brian Lee O'Malley episode. Yeah, like two years ago. Uh, right before the first trade came out for Snuck Girl, I think. Okay. So, yeah, we did a whole episode on, on your boy Brian Lee O'Malley, uh, who is just writing this one. So, um, anyway, that's my pick of the week. Cool. Uh, my pick of the week this week is Star Wars 53. Uh, 
this arc is awesome. If really? you if you like uh, if you're liking the Empire just kicking the rebels butt up and down the <laughs> galaxy, this story's for you. So if episode six was your favorite, if episode uh, yeah five was yeah, your yes, if Empire's your favorite, yeah, because they're closing in on Empire and okay. we still have I still have no idea what they're gonna do. That's gonna be weird. Do they maybe they just sidestep it and do like side stories to? I mean, that's what they would have they to do. They could, because they kind of did that with Poe. Okay. Poe Dameron, they kind of just was like, hey, now we're now everybody's on the Falcon, and here's everybody, like, and then we're flashing back to okay. episode seven. So. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hyde? Um, um, my pick is going to be Captain America number three. Okay. Yeah. I'm digging that story, too. Yep. That story. You see, you see Cap with his hoodie on the cover? He's so Cap cool. with his hoodie. He's so cool. Um, but yes, so there's our pickles of the week. Uh, make sure you look for those on Instagram. We'll show you the covers. Uh, all that cool stuff. Um, and also we got a little, little bit of news. Um, we have, we've talked about it before, I think, uh, in our last news episode that yep. we're excited for the Witcher TV series coming to Netflix. I'm a big fan of the Witcher novels, uh, I am and the games. this week. Oh, they're good. Um, never played it. But they're not, oh really? Never played or read them, no. Um, but the novels aren't really connected. They're all sort of, like the first one that was translated into English was the third one. But they're Polish. So it's like so it's like the zombie movies, like the Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Italian you zombie. Them, you can watch them in any order. It doesn't okay, matter. cool. So yeah, like Zombie Two. Yeah, yeah Zombie Two is zombie. Yeah, in and America, then Zombie Three is just zombie. zombie Two has the, my favorite like gore scene of like a, of the of the eyeball and the. That's fine, but like the zombie fight in the shark's the best part of that. Well, yeah, because the, then the zombie wins, and then the shark comes back later as a zombie shark. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. great. That movie it's, rules. Yeah, the movie really does rule. Actually, no, it kind of sucks. It, yeah, I mean, it like it rules. Like you get drunk with your friends and you watch that movie. What What is really funny to learn about Zombie Two, directed by Lucio Fulci, Lucio I think. Fulci rules. Uh, yes, he does. Uh, but the, all the actors in that movie are speaking their native tongue to each other mm-hmm. and they're all from different places in Europe. Oh, that's amazing. And so like they're just act they're just reciting dialogue and no, there's no real acting going on. Right, so you, you speak is, when he stops and then you <laughs> Yes. Yes. And so they just redubbed it oh in whatever God. country they released I it. I would have ripped my hair out. I Can you I can't imagine yeah, no, directing that. <laughs> it's a mess. And then he got uh, sick during the, the was it he got sick and then had to get uh Bruno Matai. Shout out Lucio Fulci. Lucio Fulci, and then like uh, Bruno Matai, yeah. Italian, uh, Italian horror master. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Witcher, Witcher. TV series. Thank you. Um, Witcher TV series uh, based on the video games and novels. Uh, looks like it's going to pull inspiration from both, which is cool. Uh, but they have a a star of uh, a leading man, a leading man, a uh, Superman. Pl- yes, uh, Henry Cavill has been cast as Geralt of Rivia. So. Uh, wasn't there like fan art of him? He, yeah. he he campaigned for it a little bit, and apparently, according to the showrunner and the casting director, they actually met with him before they even had a script. That's pretty cool. Um, and they really liked his uh, enthusiasm about the project. Essentially, apparently, he's a really big. I was about Witcher to say fan. he's probably a fan. Well, yeah. I'm sure he also wants to be a part of a franchise that isn't trash. Or <laughs> just being part of Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Mission Bot, he was great. And Man from Uncle. I didn't okay. see Man from okay. Uncle. It's okay. on my list. I've Victoria seen, clearly keeps talking about that one. I've only seen Henry Cavill, from what I'm aware, I've only seen him in the bat, the, the DC movies and Mission Impossible 17 or whatever we just saw. Six. Six? Relax. Okay. It's not James Bond. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not Fast and Furious. What was that? Stop what, seven? It. Eight? <laughs> They're on eight now. Nine's in space, right? Stop it. No, okay. ten's going to be in space. Nine, they got to... they got to figure out how to get to space yeah. and then ten, they get to space. Bingo. Bango. All right. So, yeah. So, I don't know how I feel about this. My only knowledge of him is very limited speaking he's a, roles. He's Did not seen Count of Monte Cristo? Oh, no. no. Oh, no. God, how, man. Who else was in that with him? 
Does it matter? <laughs> no, because there's someone else that was big in that movie too. It was Henry and uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know if I know him from any real movies other than I know he's in uh, what you call it, Man from Uncle. Um, I'm lo- I'm looking up his IMDb right now, but like I don't. Jim Caviezel. Oh, that's right. Jim Jesus. Caviezel. Yeah. Jim that's Caviezel. Right. Caviezel the guy who had Pierce. nothing, no real career after uh, Passion of the Christ. Did you see Frequency? Wasn't that before? Yeah, it was before, but like right. that's yeah. like that's like his best movie. I like movie. Frequency. Yeah. Frequency's, Frequency's really good. Frequency's a really good sci-fi movie. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at looking at it here. Uh, Henry Cavill's been in Man of Steel, Mission Impossible, Justice League, Batman vs Superman, Man from Uncle, Immortals. Oh, that movie sucked. <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo, Stardust. That movie was actually pretty. Okay. I don't remember him being in Stardust, but okay. Wasn't Charlie Cox in that movie too? Uh, the Cold Light of Day, uh, nothing good. Cold Light of Day was him in. He was in Hell. He was in Hellraiser, Hellworld. One of those. I I cannot. I cannot watch those movies. After the first one, it's all downhill. I still can't watch those movies. But so yeah, I don't know. I I don't have any affection for Henry Cavill. Hyde, you're probably the bigger. You're probably the bigger fan here. Um, I you know, (laughs) we just realized Matt uh, is still wearing his name tag. (laughs) Shout out. We we need to make sure we knew who he was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who are you? Can you jiggle your name tag, please? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, I like Henry Cavill. I don't know enough about the Witcher series to determine if he'll play a good Gerald or not. Sure. Um, Did you call him Gerald? Yeah, it's Gerald. Gerald. Jerry. That's our buddy. That's our buddy Jerry over there. Yeah. Jer- Jerry's hey, from Rivia. <laughs> oh, boy. Told you off the rails, man. Oh, already. Um, but no, I'm past the first minute. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm excited, and I, more or less it's a Netflix show, too, so I can't. Right. I mean,. It's it, it's gonna be at least not terrible. Hopefully, yeah. he I was mean, in he was in another Netflix project. He was in like Sandcastle or something. I liked yes, him in Sandcastle. That was re- he was I really great. Really, he was with uh, Nicholas Holt in that one. That was the uh, Iraqi War um, story. Okay, yeah, um, he's great in that. I, it'll be interesting. He's Nonetheless, a, it'll be interesting to see. I think he's a great actor. I just think that he's been given really bad. Not well. Okay, to play Superman, he's been given really bad. Yeah, I don't uh, think him, direction. I don't think him being bad as Superman is his fault. No, no. Just much like I don't think mo- most of the actors are at fault for those movies. I mean, maybe I mean Momoa. Uh, you got to make Aquaman cool, and that's pretty much. The only I guess way you that's the only way to make him cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we, yeah, that's a whole. We'll, other yeah, we'll talk episode. about that later. All right. So, um, but let's get into. Oh, we we, can, we also can't forget. We got a shout out to Acer. Um, we have got a jingle now. We've got a real <laughs> full blooded. Jingle now. We're on our like way. That's We're right. On so, our way. so uh, let's let's kick it to our top ten list. Top ten. And there it is. There is our brand new jingle. Thank you so much, Acer and uh, company for. Producing it for us. Yeah, we're going to... rules. That is uh, going forward going to be in all of our top ten shows. Uh, and if you have any other jingles that you wish to uh, do our work for us, that would be really cool. If you could take so. all the pickles of the weeks and just yep. put them over each other, put Ron's yep. voice over each other That's like 20 right. times. Yeah, could just go into Westheimer and get Ron to record it, please. All right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we're going to get our list going. And if you've never done our, uh, if you've never tuned into our uh, top ten list before, we always start at ten. Go all the way up uh, to the top, to the number one. All right, so I'm going to go first with my number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, I'm not going to talk too much about it because we're doing a whole show on it at the end of the month uh, <laughs> it, because there's a movie coming out. Uh, mine is Predator, uh, the uh, 1987, yeah. 1987 uh, film 
Directed by uh, John McTiernan. Yes. Yes. Who directed such films as Die Hard and my one of my personal favorite movies of all time, The Hunt for October. Of course. Are you a big Jack Ryan fan? Yeah, huge Jack okay. Ryan fan. I, I'm looking forward to the new in, show. It is in my queue. Okay. <laughs> so are, are you ready for the new? Uh, is it is it looking good to you? Or? Yeah, because I mean I think uh, the best part about it is they're really I think they're really playing the analytical part of it because he's if you don't know who Jack Ryan is everybody it, he's a guy who does analytics for the CIA who just happens to be in the right place or the wrong place at the right time. Right. Basically stopping World War Three from happening like every book he's in. It's great. Every it's single time. Classic Dude. Tom Clancy character. Oh yeah, no, yeah. He's uh, great. Hunt for October. He's been played by like four guys now. It's, right. Uh, Was it Baldwin? Harrison Ford. Baldwin, Harrison Ford, uh, Ben Affleck, yeah. uh, Chris Pine, and now John Kaczynski. Wow. So yeah, this is the fifth guy. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's coming up. It's already out? Yeah, 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 yeah it got yeah, released. Yeah. It's okay. full, right, back to, back yeah, to your yeah, show. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, we've got Predator uh, coming out. Oh, we got Predator coming out at the end of the month. Yeah. But uh, my pick is, uh, my number 10 is Predator, the 1987 film with Schwarzenegger, Jesse the Body Ventura. Carl Weathers. Good <laughs> Carl Weathers. Carl, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's just, you know, it, it's, I went back and watched it last week because I hadn't seen Predator in a really long time. Um, and I think it, I think the first one still holds up pretty well. It does. I mean, some of the dialogue is a little dated in that they use some some slurs that aren't okay anymore. <laughs> you know, or never <laughs> okay, but never we're, okay. We're socially acceptable. Yeah. For some reason, in 1987. You know the best way to watch that movie? Sound off. No. <laughs> oh. Is if you cut out the opening shot of the spaceship. If you cut out the opening shot of the spaceship dropping off the Predator on Earth. It is the it is so creepy because you're like what the hell is going like if you show someone Predator for the first you know, time I, I bet you're do right. that because that's, that's not a bad idea because that shot was tacked on like with three weeks left in production they were like this movie is going to make no sense if we don't <laughs> we have need, this right. we need to have and and it's starring uh, the guy who's directing the new one right Shane Black yeah Shane Black Shane Black, yeah, Shane yeah, Black yeah, Shane plays Black. um one I can't the, think of his name yeah Hawkins he, or, one of the guys is yeah, Hawkins I don't one know, of the, yeah he's yeah shout out Cannon fodder number shout one shout out to my my uh, my kinsman yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that is my number 10. Okay. Uh, Predator, 1987. So my number 10 is a oh, uh, bit of a stretch, bit, bit out of Woo! left field. No one's ever heard of it. It's called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. There's not even a left field with this one. <laughs> I'm going to give Matt a little uh, talk up here. This movie, I never, none, neither of us had heard of nope. it. Um, before Hyde got here to record, he showed me, Matt showed me a clip of it on his phone. Probably the be- the most memorable scene of that movie. Would you say that that clip was indicative of the rest of the film? Yes. Hundred percent. Wow. Just think of just. Oh, that sounds it, great. Can you? All right. Give me. Give me the. Give me the blockbuster. Pretend you work at Blockbuster okay. and you want me to rent this tape. So, two DEA agents. I only got thirty by, seconds. Played by uh, <laughs> by former playmates. I want to say. Yeah. Run a cargo Sold. business out of Molokai on in like one of the islands in Hawaii, and there's a snake that's loose on the island, and they got confused with somebody else, and they have diamonds. And there's drugs, a lot of cocaine, a snake that's been infested by cancer-infested rats. Bet. Uh, uh, there's, there's a skateboard a assassin. No, there's a skateboard assassin. He, uh, this clip that Matt showed me, uh, the guy, there's a man riding a skateboard on his hands. Downhill, past Down, a car. Downhill, past a car, meets his buddy who's got some weird converted like Geo Metro into a pickup truck. <laughs> uh, and his buddy goes, oh, hey, here's a gun. Here's a gun and a blow-up doll. And a blow-up doll. The guy's like, okay. And so he skates back uphill. To go, um, no, he gets driven uphill. He gets then, driven uphill, and then he skates, then, back, then he back, skates down back down. And the guys are like, "Oh no, he's got a gun!" And then defeating purpose of the blow-up doll. <laughs> the like, blow-up doll is there to hide the to gun. Does not work. <laughs> Clearly doesn't work. And then, then he shoots up with a shotgun, right? Yes, the shotgun. Yeah, shoots the guy. In the, shoots the guy shotgun. in the chest. 
and, and then hits the car and like the sparks just on the car. And then there's rocket launchers. Yeah, and the and the, the skateboarders down like toward like further down and they're like let's get this guy and they throw the jeep in reverse and they back up and hit the skateboarder knock him like 25 feet in the air and then take two shots with a rocket launcher one shot knocks out the skateboard and the other shot knocks out the blow-up doll in that movie <laughs> okay you gotta take out the board. For, for, for the record say the name of this movie again hard ticket to hawaii okay can you it, buy this film? Yeah, you can get. Is okay, it on a streaming service? Is like, it on Blu-ray? It, no way. It's it's <laughs> no not. A, it hasn't been restored yet on Blu-ray. But this guy. It's not um, even just like a just a port. No, <laughs> this guy Andy Sedaris, who directed it, directed like ten or twelve other films, and they're all part of a series. And you can get the whole series for like five bucks on Amazon. No kidding. Yeah, and it's awesome. And uh, yeah, this is. It, my girlfriend and I love this movie. <laughs> like, uh, like. Uh, I, let's see. Can I rent this movie on Amazon? Like I, video. I found out about it through a video on YouTube from the Red Letter Media guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. they did a, a best of the worst mm. with it, and then it was on the podcast, the other podcast. So, uh, how did this get made? Is this related to Miami Connection? Close. Yeah, they they both have been on both shows. Okay. Hard, tic- hard ticket to Hawaii. You can pick it up on Amazon secondhand on DVD from. As low as sixty dollars and eighty nine cents. Yeah, it's just for the D- just for, the, just for DVD the DVD itself. Oh, yeah. yeah, by itself, not the box set that he's talking about. The box so, set is like five or six bucks. It's really yeah, cheap. That's the way to go. Yeah. Well, oh, you yeah. know what? I might actually own this movie because. Do you have that set? Uh, no, but I have a set that David, the store manager at the Washington oh, store, spent five minutes talking about this. Uh, did, <laughs> Worth it. Um, it David great. gave me a box set called One Hundred Cheesy, Awesomely Cheesy Movies. And this came up when it's searching for this film. This so maybe, had to be in maybe it. Maybe I own it. It's got to be public domain by this point. It's got some of the weirdest, worst. Like you thought, the dialogue in Predator was bad. The dialogue in this is really bad, but it's great. This movie's fantastic. Uh, I do own this movie. Do yourself a favor and watch this movie. Okay, get, get back to me. I'll you got it. I'll let you know. Next yeah. Bedrock screening. Yeah, next Bedrock oh, screening. Oh no, 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 bad idea. <laughs> Shout out! Thank y'all for coming out to Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate all y'all uh, coming by. It was a lot of fun. We're looking at doing these screenings quarterly. Hopefully, you know, for a year, uh, just hang out and watch a movie. We're not going to tie into episodes unless we really need to. Just hang out, watch some some movie. And get to know our on, fans. Get to know our fans. It's More a lot of fun. educate Ron on some movies. Yeah, make Ron watch. It's basically going to be make Ron watch movies. So um, we're gonna do our. Is that gonna, gonna do be, Armageddon, and then we're gonna do Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Wait, so so is oh, that man. is that where, are we gonna have like a new podcast after this? We're gonna have like Ron watches movies for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be a weekly show where Ron. That would be am- You know, I would make Ron. I watch would. Movies. I would listen to that show. I, I know it would be oh, great. Man, be we're so like, good. dude, you've never seen. It's, it's what's called. It's called, <laughs> dude, you've never seen this. Dude, how have you never seen this? There you go, man. We're, we're workshopping stop, right now. Stop. Forgive us for stop tape. <laughs> uh, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. All right, Hyde. What's your number ten? My number ten, uh, Timothy Dalton's License to Kill, uh, nineteen eighty nine. Um, James Bond. James Bond. Classic. Yeah, one of the one of the more popular Dalton ones. He's only he only did two. Yeah, it's one of the more popular. Ones. I know the one I like better. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the good one. It's yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> You know what? It's, oh, right, I said t- that for a reason. I'll tell you this: it's got a better villain than the other Dalton Bond movie, because the other B- Dalton Bond. Vi- we'll, we'll talk okay. about that later. So I, that's, I, that's I have be. to ask you: what? Why is this one not as good as the other? What's the other one? Living Daylights. Yes. Yeah. Um, this one, I Which think, is they tried to be too. They left the Bond mold and were trying to get too gritty into it. Okay. Like, because they get. Because you see a dude lose his legs to a shark. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Batman almost did that in the 60s. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, you don't see, like, n- like it happen. Yeah. 
You see a dude's head explode. You see. This is License to Kill. This license yeah, to License kill. to Kill is really violent. This, like, this is a. I haven't seen that in dude a gets, very long. Dude time. gets like, uh, like, lit on fire. Essentially, I feel like it, I've forgotten all about this movie. I saw. I've seen it when I was like twelve or. 13. Essentially, Bond is uh, renouncing his Bondy ways and is going on a revenge well, mission. Yeah, because his his double uh, O status has been revoked. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So now he's got. A license to kill. No, no he, he has no license yeah, to kill. No license the, to kill. The, the original title is actually license revoked, but the UK that was like, stupid. that's dumb. No one's going <laughs> to see that. Do the people in the US know it revoked me? <laughs> it sounds like he lost oh. his driver's license. It's <laughs> awful and probably accurate. But uh, that's, no, that's, that's a classic. I need to watch it again. I, we could do a whole Bond show. Like, God, it would, it, was, need, it would need to be like a Bond two month show. It would be a Bond month, honestly. Yeah. We'll, do it, we'll do it when 25 never comes out. <laughs> Right. All right, all right, all right. It's not like the Batman movie. Right, we're going to move on uh, to, my, to my number nine, which um, I'm only going to touch on again because we're talking about it later, um, is The Terminator. Um, classic, again, uh, James Cameron. This is the second time we've brought up James Cameron already. Um, not unfortunate. Well, we've referenced him on something else. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, James, James Cameron's going to be a, a staple, I think, yeah. on these lists. Yeah, um, I think so. Arnold Schwarzenegger, classic. The, the the this came out before Conan, right? Eighty four. When did Conan come out? Conan's eighty six. If I remember. Is it? I I yeah. Know. So this is the role that kind of made him who he is. Yeah. 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 You're right. I mean, it's it's great. A, a man who could make a movie based solely on his charisma alone. No, Conan was Conan was eighty two. No. No, because <laughs> The Rock can act. Schwarzenegger can't act. Conan Conan was eighty two, and he he barely had any lines in that movie. It's just. There's like uh, bites of shouting at his at his god. Yeah, crumb. <laughs> you know, like that's like, all right, get him, Arnold. Like, he was just, he was just a body in that movie. He acted a little more in Terminator too. I mean, Terminator, not, no Terminator, not much, but no, the sunglasses help when you can't see the eyes. He's better in like Predator. Like his yeah, he, Predator his, yeah. his mastery like... of English got a little better. <laughs> I mean, you know. What can I say? <laughs> That's um, where everybody perfected their Schwarzenegger uh, impression was watching Predator. Uh, Predator yeah. yeah, well, yeah, Predator because he has Commando. dialogue. Predator and Commando. All right, but well, uh, that's my number nine is the uh, the Terminator. Hi, uh, Matt, what's your number nine? My number nine is Iron Eagle Two. It's uh, the sequel to a Top Gun knockoff. Yeah, from yeah. Eighty six. Uh, foreshadowing. It yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> um, this is it's a bad action movie but I love flying movies like any movie with flying and it's got some merit like I'll watch it like if it's a right. bad movie uh, it's like is, hey, it, is that a trope it. that like no matter what you'll see any nearly any plane movie yeah yeah up? yeah like about, if, yeah I, like what, what are you gonna say stealth yeah I like stealth I the saw, part where my favorite part stealth. my favorite part of stealth is when like the plane hooks itself to the internet, downloads Godsmack, and like starts. Uh, Incubus. He plays a lot of Incubus. It was a lot of nuts. It was great. Anyway, yeah. So yeah that Iron Eagle Two. Is anybody famous in this movie? Uh, Louis Gossick Jr. Okay. And um, Colm Forey or something. Sure. He played. Uh, you, you'll know. He's a character actor. Okay. Sure. This is his first um, role. Okay. So, would you recommend Iron Eagle Two as a purchase or is this a rent? Uh, this is a. Are you awake at two a.m. and it's on? Oh yeah, okay. go ahead and watch it. So, <laughs> not, not even a rental. No, unless you're like a unless you're unless you like watching Israeli airplanes flying around. But then you've probably already seen this movie. Yeah, but if you've never seen it and it so, happens to be on at two okay. in the morning on like, Cinemax Five, why do you pick the second one instead of the first one? The first one doesn't have a whole lot of. Well, it has a lot of flying sequences, but it's like way at the back of the film. Right. Like this one, you open in a flying sequence. That's great. You have a bunch of training in the middle. 
And then you have that big action sequence in the end. It's like 20 minutes long. So, I mean, okay. not a whole lot of plot to get in the way of that movie. So, no, it's pretty great. Definitely not. All right. My, uh, my number nine is the perfect Christmas movie. Ah, yes. Even though he says it's not, and he's wrong. He's <laughs> totally wrong. It is Die Hard. Agreed. Um, this is also higher up on someone else's list, too. Yeah, so, so we'll, 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 we'll talk about it yeah. a little bit now, but yeah. This is, uh, Die Hard's great. I like I Die mean, Hard. Who does, it, it's like saying, you know, you like The Godfather. Or something. There's something, you can find, like, if, if you hate the movie, you'll find something you like about the movie. If it's, whether or not it's just the one line. Yeah. Or right. Alan Rickman. Rickman knocks it out of the park, and considering that's his first role, it's just. Is it really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And how he slips into like an English accent. <laughs> in, in and out, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Hey, man, you leave him alone. We'll talk, we'll talk about that later. You, I got a really you, cool you story leave Ali about that. That's, that's okay. Uh, um, but anyway, moving on to um, my number eight. Uh, it is RoboCop. Uh, RoboCop. The new one? N- well, you know. No. <laughs> um, the 1987 cyberpunk. Yeah, maybe. Kind of. Kind of. I think there's definitely some William Gibson... Neuromancer pre-dystopian future right it's an action movie but I mean directed by uh, what's his name Paul Verhoeven thank you you're um, welcome <laughs> movie mad over here hey man I, no I appreciate that I love Paul Verhoeven <laughs> what else has he done uh, Total Recall oh of course um, you, you know Ron, Starship Troopers Ron had never seen Total Recall until oh, we did Sci-Fi Month and they did uh, Starship Troopers and then he did Showgirls <laughs> <laughs> took him did Ron watch the original Total, or did he watch the... No, he watched okay. the Arnold one. Okay, that's, that's good. That's, that's, yeah, really I was like, I don't remember which one he watched. Oh, man, what else did Verhoeven We watched it for do, the Philip K. Dick episode. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty yeah sure. Verhoeven rules. If you want hyper-violence in your movie, you got it. But, I mean, but you also get... It, there's, there's a lot of... You can dismiss Robocop as a basic action movie, but there's a lot in there... To, to, to sink your teeth into. See, I don't go into it watching for an action movie. I go in and it's like, I want to watch the darkest of dark comedies. Oh, wow. And it's hilarious. Like, the dude getting chewed up in the boardroom? Yeah. It's, well, no, I mean, it's, it, it, it's got... It's, it's excessive. Got, it takes on, like, politics. It's got gentrification. Mm-hmm. Social corporate, economic. Cor- corporate corrupt, corruption. You know, stuff like that. It's... It's... Me, the media. Yeah. It's got, good. It's he, good. It's... it's. RoboCop can easily be dismissed as a stupid action movie, but I think that that is doing it a disservice. Yeah. All the satirical stuff in the middle, like, all the interludes you have with, like, the news crews and the commercials and... Yeah, it's RoboCop's right. solid, solid film. Yeah, 100%. Right, that's my number eight. Hyde, let's do you. Uh, oh, skip. Well, yeah. you guys, you guys have the same number eight. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, awesome. High five. Woo! Uh, Hyde and Matt, what's your number eight? <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. I'm the only one with all three lists in front of me. So. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Where is this going? Oh, <laughs> like why'd you skip over me, man? Yeah. I know I'm the rookie here, but jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lethal Weapon oh, a lot. This Who doesn't like Lethal Weapon? It's Sean William Scott. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good one, actually. I can give you that yeah. Nice. This is yeah. a nice one. Yeah. You saw that. That was like, <laughs> nice. Knocked it out of the park, sir. Yeah, um, yeah, but no, Lethal Weapon's great. No, it's, uh, it is the buddy cop movie to end all buddy cop movies. This is, uh, you know, every time... The rumor mill for Green Lantern comes up. Right, so does, so does the Lethal Weapon remake, right? So does the Lethal... Well, no, no. The, the Lethal lethal Weapon's TV now. Oh, but, that's uh, right. But every time they talk about the Green Lantern movie, they're like, it's going to be Lethal Weapon in space. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, man, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be so fun. With Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's not allowed to be in movies anymore. Actually, he can, that, he actually can, he can apparently. He can still direct them. He's, 
Well, oh, he was in the, he was in Daddy's Home too. Yeah, I didn't see that. Neither did I. I yeah, I didn't see the first one. Yep. Neither did Getting I. I saw the first one. I mean, I'm not missing much. I don't think. No, no you're okay, really not. Cool, sweet. You know, it sucks because I like Mel Gibson too. Like, I, as an actor, I like him quite a bit. Hey, he's supposed to, he was supposed to direct Suicide Squad at one point. God, that would have been insane. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That movie probably would have been saved by him. It sucks because, like, I, I mean, I don't. I obviously can't support Mel Gibson, but I do like a lot of his movies. Yeah, like, that sucks. I I love Ransom so much. Ransom's really good. Like, Ransom's it's underrated. Awesome. It's underrated film. It doesn't yeah. really show up. Gary Sinise is just like so awesome in that movie. He, yeah, okay. he, Gary Sinise cannot convincingly smile on film. No, watch it. Watch any movie he's in, and it's the weirdest thing you'll ever see. It's, it's just so like, it, I can't, I can't do it justice because we don't have a camera. No, but it's, know, right? it's bad. All right, but uh, anyway, uh, Lethal Weapon. What, when did that come out? In 80, 87. 87, yeah, 87. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, classic, classic upon classic. Directed by the director of Superman. Yep, Richard Donner. Oh, Richard Donner. Richard Donner. What What else did he do other than than those? Uh, two, <laughs> yeah, three. No, he did parts of one of the. <laughs> That's true. Did it, I mean, not Superman two. Goonies. That's right. Yeah, oh, he, he did, did Goonies. He did Goonies. The Omen. Oh, he did the Omen. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon two. Okay. Uh, Lethal Weapon four. What happened to all these '80s directors that never went any further? Uh, John McTiernan was r- arrested. <laughs> yeah, for tax fraud. I want to say Woo! it was so tax stupid. fraud. I felt so. I was like, oh what a man, what and a then, winner! And then he did Maverick and Scrooged. Okay, Scrooged, Scrooged. That's why Mel Gibson was in Scrooge Maverick. or Scrooge. Scrooged okay. with Bill Murray. With Bill Murray, no, yeah. that's Scrooge, because Scrooged has Norm Macdonald in it, and it's oh, a it's that oh, really God. crappy comedy. Oh no! I thought you said Scrooge. I'm like, he did Scrooged, <laughs> Scrooged. like past tense. Oh, Scrooged. Wait, wait. What am I thinking of? You're just you're you're going insane. What's the Norm Macdonald movie? That you has... hit your head before we started, man. Bro, I don't even know what's <laughs> happening. I have. Good thing I have a computer. <laughs> I should have. I should have oh, something. Screwed. Screwed. <laughs> screwed. It's my bad. Most of Norm Macdonald big, movie. Big swing and big swing and a miss. <laughs> That'll move oh, the chains. <laughs> Nothing but the bottom, bottom of the, the net. net. Uh, I also forgot Richard Donner did Timeline. That's unfortunate. Oh God. Oh. oh. All right. Moving on Ooh. to my number seven. He did which three Willy gonna... three. <laughs> He did what? Free Willy 3. Gotta love that sweet, sweet paycheck. There's a, there's a three? Well, it's like... Have, you seen, have you seen one and two? I've You've seen, seen three. Well, okay, it's, speaking of need that paycheck, it's like, look at John Hughes' writing career. It's like, classic, 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 Drillbit Taylor. Home Alone 3. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, what happened? You knew really, Beethoven's third. Like, you wrote, like, these most classic of classic 80s movies, and then... Like, and I mean... Now you're writing for Owen Wilson. I mean, you yeah, can only right. hit home runs for so long. You gotta hit some singles and doubles every now and again. Bloop singles. Bloop singles. You're not happy about it, but you gotta hit. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta eat. Kids gotta eat. <laughs> All right. My right. number seven, we are gonna completely skip over. It's Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun is uh, 1986. Uh, directed by Tony Scott. Yes. Uh Moving right along. Yeah, we'll move right along. Moving right along past Top Gun because I had to sire up on someone else's list. Uh, We have... uh, Hi. No, Matt. Sorry, Uh, Matt. uh, Mine is actually Living Daylights. We talked about it earlier when we talked about... uh, uh, Yeah, Timothy Timothy Dalton. One of his his other Bond movies. Yeah. (laughs) The the worst one. (laughs) It's not the worst one. Um, Really cool. It could have been Pierce Brosnan, but the day that they were going to close the deal on Bond is the day that Remington Steel got renewed. Oh, that's right. And NBC was like, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, have we, the same. We guy. need you. We're gonna renew, so you can't play Bond 
Because if you play Bond, you can't play Remington Steel because no one's going to want to go see a Bond movie when they can watch James Bond at home for free. And that was like, and it was so, I felt so bad for, like, not Dalton, but like Pierce Brosnan. It's just, because so, he could have started off a lot He could have started off earlier can and you, had like a. Can you rank the Bonds for me? All of them? Well, yeah, give, me your, give me your top three Bonds. My top three. And then uh, your worst. My number one is Casino Royale. No, no, no. I'm no, sorry. I'm actors, sorry. Actors, actors. Oh, actors. Me. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, Craig is number one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Connery's number two, and Dalton's number three for me. All right. Yeah. Hyde? Yeah. Um. Connery. Yeah. Craig. Yeah. And I do like some of the Roger Moore ones. I'm a uh, I'm Connery Craig Brosnan. That's me. Brosnan had the worst writing. He was I know. One, he was the suavest of the Bonds, but he had the worst movies. I feel like, yeah, exactly. If they had a different team, his Bond movies would have been the his first. The he would he would have continued on. Longer. His first two were great, like Goldeneye and uh, Tomorrow Never Dies are actually really solid good. Ones, yeah, yeah. solid movies, and they just right. went way bad really quick. Yeah, and Daniel Craig's are just all good. Yeah, I'm even a fan of Quantum of Solace. I got, I can defend that movie till the death. Okay. Yeah, man. But uh, Living Daylights. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, so it's right toward the end of the Cold War, so you got a lot of tension between the uh, Russians and the uh, the West. Yes. There's a really cool opening sequence where... Uh, this seems to be a theme on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who the heck is going to oh, be the wow. bad Actually, guy? Oh, wow. you know what? I never thought about that. Who yeah. the heck is going to be your bad guy in the 80s? It's always going to be Russia. Russians. Always. Even in the 90s, they were making movies set in the 80s, so the Russians would still be the bad guys. Did you ever play the video game Eat Lead, The Return mm-hmm. of Matt Hazard? No. no. It, ha- it has a bunch of stereotypical villains. It has ninjas, pirates, and Russians. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, um... So it's about a Russian defector trying to play both sides of the thing. It's it's a really it's a really big convoluted spy story. It's not like a straightforward action thing. You have to be paying attention. And it's based on a short story that uh, Sir Ian Fleming did. It's okay. not a, it's not a full book. Right. They just took like this little section and they expanded on it. And it in the section of the the movie that's based on the book solely is really great. So I love that movie. It's great. Awesome. Um Moving right along um, to number six. My number six is Escape from New York, which is uh, from 1981. Barely making the list here. Uh, mm-hmm. John Carpenter classic. Uh, you will see more than one John Carpenter movie uh, on, on my list across these uh, shows. Um, but anyway, so Escape from New York is, again, higher up on someone else's list, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. It's just a classic Kurt Russell film that, you know, really... Solid snake. Solid. Solid snake. Solid <laughs> nice. snake. I mean, man, this it was just too they weren't close enough to, to, to age to make that Metal Gear movie happen with Kurt Russell. Yeah, man. Like come on. It just it See, been I, so good. If they can CG Jeff Bridges for I mean, Tron? They could have they could have just they could have just had, looking back on it, it's actually bad. Oh yeah. They should have just had David Hayter play him. Who no. did who did the voice for Solid Snake? Speaking of Kurt Russell and de aging, he was perfectly de aged in Guardians Volume Two. Yeah. That true. was it was like ninety percent prosthetic too. Right, so can we still get Kurt Russell to play Solid Snake? He probably would want to do it. That'd be I great. They got too close to. They re- gotta eat. They really need to. They really need to do the third movie in that trilogy and just have the Escape from Earth. God, have you heard? Have you heard the? I, I've heard oh the man, man it's so it's so bad. I I mean, Escape from L.A. was horrible. You know? Okay, so I liked it when I saw it in theaters, but I was 
I was a kid. Dude, you were perfect age for that, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, this is great. He's, He's surfing. surfing on garbage. <laughs> He's surfing next to Steve Buscemi. That's, that's great. <laughs> this is the coolest. You got like some like like 50, 60s like surf rock playing in the back. Oh, it's so bad. Man, that was trash film. New, is he from New York, however? Great. Classic. I saw L.A. before I saw New York. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that, how most people ended I'm, up doing I'm, it. Most people our age or yeah, relatively. Any, anywhere yeah. from... 25 to... When I was like 16, I thought L.A. came first. I probably did, too. Yeah, it, never, was, it was bad. I'd I was never like, heard of the Escape from New York. Oh, man. I was a stupid kid. I was one of those stupid kids that comes in and doesn't get that remakes are a thing. You know? Or Ooh, sequels. You know yeah, I mean? those guys, yeah. I mean, but I mean, we all did that. We're all guilty of being that stupid kid. Yeah. It's like, I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. Ooh. Why? Why'd you pick that one of all I, of them? Like, I, or like, I like that forever. I remember having that conversation, you know? Like with with people with kids when that movie came yeah, out, you yeah. Know? It's like, but anyway, yeah, Escape happens. from New York is my number uh, six. Uh, Matt, what is your number six? Uh, the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Commando. Oh yes, it, it, is that two, was that two Arnie movies for you? Oh no, you just got. You just it's got, just the one. You just have the one. Just the one. Okay, look at you. It is. Uh, that is like the personification of every '80s movie that Arnold ever did. Hundred percent correct. Yeah, that movie rules. You got. Uh, Alyssa Milano. You got Dan Hedaya playing your bad guy, and you got a giant shootout in the in the movie. Yeah, in the villa. Yeah, in the villa, and he's got like this giant M16. And you're just walking across <laughs> like a flower bed, and the flowers are exploding off the top of it. Yeah. I need to rewatch it's, this movie. I soon. I've I've only seen Commando once. When oh, I was dude, in high school. It's so good. I, I normally am not a big action movie guy. So like, or like. That type of action movie guy, you know, like just running mindless, light on plot, yeah. running you know? When when some when a uh, oh what's her name uh, Radon Chong uses the the rocket launcher yep. and Arnold's like I'll just do that. And she's like <laughs> I read the instructions. And I'm like that's a that's actually really reasonably like that's perfect. A, that's a good answer. I looked on the side of this rocket launcher. It's a point toward enemy, and I pulled the trigger. Okay. I mean, he breaks into like an army surplus with like a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's oh. awesome. Uh. That's my review for all of my 80s movies. <laughs> it was awesome! It was awesome! <laughs> Alright, Hyde, number six. Uh, we skipped my number seven, which was Terminator, which we talked about. Oh, mm-hmm. we skipped your seven? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's Terminator. Yeah, we're going to talk about Terminator. Um, never Say Never Again. Uh, okay. Sean Connery, Bond movie. Yeah. Uh, it's the worst one of his. Well, yeah. It, well, okay, you know what? It's actually better than... Um, Wasn't his last one, though? It's better than Diamonds Are Forever. I don't like Diamonds Are Forever. Because it's just, it's basically, that movie was made, it's like, hey, remember Sean Connery? We didn't have a guy, we didn't have a guy that replaced him. This is Sean Connery again. Yeah, okay, I'd agree with that. And it's basically a remake of Thunderball. I won't admit to that. (laughs) That's fine, no, 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 it's fine. I I can see reasons why you like this movie, this movie's actually okay. Um, 1983 is when this one was released. Okay. Um... This one is kind of the M kind of believes Bond is well past his prime. Okay. Um, they're dealing with Spectre, um, and generally because of that, with Spectre being the big bad, M revoked it. Revoked. Revoked. You're good. Um, See, revoked we, Americans don't know how yeah. to say this word. Yeah, no, it's true. There we go. Um, Filipino, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Apologies. <laughs> they take they take away his license again. Right. That's a that's a theme in a lot of Bond movies. <laughs> why? Well, why does he keep messing up though? Yeah, he doesn't. He's well, not messing this up. This was during a routine check. 
Oh, of course. So, yeah. if you're not fit for the routine, you can't be good for the main mission. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, this is. I do like this one a lot more than Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, it's a really cool double feature to watch it with Dun- Thunderball. Watch Thunderball and then this, and it's like, oh man, that's this is better in Thunderball, or this is better than Never Say Never Again. There are elements that are better. Yeah. And you know who you know who directed uh, Never Say Never Again? Uh, Irvin Keshner. Irvin Kershner. Director of uh, Empire Strikes Back. And his last movie he directed ever was RoboCop 2. Oh. Was it? Yes. Did he pass away? Yeah, he, he passed away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just stopped making movies. Passed away, what, five years ago? Six years ago? Something no, like that. I mean, like, why did he stop after RoboCop 2 is what I'm saying. I just, he, I, he was old at he that point. Done. He was old when he was doing Empire, man. Yeah, he was yeah that's dude. right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, all right, so I'm not skipping anybody. That's it for sixes, <laughs> I think, right? All right. Yeah. Moving on to number five. My number five is, second time we talk about this guy, maybe third, I don't remember, uh, 1986, James Cameron. Aliens. Ma- aliens. aliens. That is right. It's Aliens. aliens. Um, this was Ron's number one horror movie. <laughs> shout out, Ron. Again. That's like our fourth, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Ron. We're just going to keep shouting out to people. Yeah, shout out, Ron. Um, shout out, Nick. Ron normally shouts out Nick, but he's not here. So, <laughs> nice. Shout out Nick, blank space or something, or they're on Instagram. All right, cool. Getting there that upbeat, inspirational song about that's, life. That's right. That, that's your boy. All right. Um, Aliens sequel to Alien. Um, I do like Alien better as a film, but I love Aliens though. Aliens is great. It it's builds. A- it builds on such an easy. It's simple concept, and they build on it to where it's like you thought it was really bad when there was just one of them. There's a lot of them now. Yeah. No. It. It. This. I mean, this is the debate that you'll have forever really alien or aliens because what, what's your what's your pick if you had to pick one if i had to pick one probably alien because really? you don't see movies like that made anymore where it's really slow no and you, you get really a really don't. slow burn and you're like oh god what's gonna happen and then you get like an hour in and then that's when the big scene happens because i don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen alien ron <laughs> uh ron no, saw I, alien for uh prometheus or uh, covenant covenant did he it was covenant. oh god i'm so sorry Man. god covenant was horrible covenant Sucked. <laughs> I also don't like Prometheus. But I, I like I like I Prometheus a lot. Prometheus, I can. I talk about Prometheus a lot for somebody who doesn't like this movie. But um, what about you, Hyde? Alien or Aliens? Get to pick one. Aliens. Okay. Now I, I love I love these movies, mm-hmm. but um, I just I I don't like anything after two. No. Have you, Have you seen the assembly cut of three? No. Oh, they Oh, do you see the comic they're doing of the original screenplay of three? Really? Yes. Okay. And it's coming up. It was in previews. It was. I re- check that out. It. It. I'm like. I'm sold because three is bad. Yeah. I don't like. I. I honestly don't really like any of the aliens properties past aliens. The first A V P Requiem. Okay. Like. Go home. A V P Requiem is one of my. One of my like. I hate that movie. That's like one of my top ten like hated movies of all time. Uh, we should do a show on that. Like top ten most hated films. Oh yeah, no, I could, I could. Or top ten unpopular opinions. Yeah, I could do that. But yeah, AV, pretty the, much most of what Hyde has. The, yeah, right. The, Suicide, <laughs> Suicide Squad's great. Fight me. The first, the first For AVP me. is actually yeah. really good. Like first AVP is enjoyable. It's a lot of fun, right? It's a fun, it's, dumb action movie. Dylan and I were having this discussion. This is completely not talking about aliens, but whatever. Um, Dylan and I were having this discussion the other day on the way home from seeing The Meg or something. I don't remember what we were seeing. We were talking about about adjusting our scale. Okay. Because we've, we've, we've been saying for a long time that you've you got to judge movies on the same scales, like a CGC. Yeah. You know? But then he's like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad, like, 
dump it on the Meg because it's like it's not trying to be any good. No, it's it's, it's a movie that it, knows it, what it is. It accomplished what it wanted, made a crappy shark attack movie, and it took a, a solid source material. The book is really good, uh, sci- super sciency, mm. really interesting, and makes it believable that the giant shark attacks, and then makes it into this silly movie. It's like it's just like Dylan gave it a seven five. When in if you're judging it against, you know, The Shining. <laughs> or The Godfather, you know. It blows it out of it's, the water. It's a one and a half or a two. You get it? Blows it out of the water. It's a oh, shark. He'll be here all week, folks. Yeah, man. Yes, um, yes, I but, will. So, I don't know. Um, with something like AVP Requiem, like. Not, I, not Requiem. No, not Requiem. Not Requiem. The, no, no, first the first one. one. You know, first. I, don't think, I don't think anybody could really argue that it's a good movie. But I think you could argue that it really scratches the fanboy itch. When, of, when the aliens and the Predators are actually fighting... The movie is firing on all cylinders. When you have slow, just dragging dialogue between the two, uh, like between the, the human characters, right? You get nothing, right? You get nothing there. But uh, I, we could, that's a conversation we can have another day. We'll have it for, for the predator. Sure. We'll have it for the predator uh, talk uh, probably. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, swimming. so aliens. Just keep swimming. Just keep. Aliens swimming. is my uh, number, or whatever that is. That's number great. five. Uh, Matt, what is your number five? My number five is Die Hard. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Classic. I I love this movie. I could watch it any day of the week and twice on Sunday. And right. Three times on Christmas. Three times on Christmas. What about sequels? Uh, I really like Die Hard with a Vengeance. I hate anything after, I think, Vengeance. I don't. Like... I really like Live for Your Die Hard. It brought McLean into the 21st century the right way. Which is the one where he crashes the car into the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, that's that one. Okay. That's fine. That, that one, okay, yeah, I'll give the you that one. The last one I sucked. hated the last the one. The last one I saw on my birthday. It was just I called was, Die Hard, right? No, it was called... Um, Live Free or Die Hard. No, no. Uh, the one after that. No, um, A Good Day to Die Hard. Oh, yeah, A Good right. Day to Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, did you see? They announced the, 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 the next title for the next one. Oh, go ahead. There's another one? What is yeah, it? they're making one more, and it's based on uh, year one. Please tell me Sam Worthington's not in this one again. Uh, no, it's not Sam Worthington. Or it was uh, Jai Courtney. Yeah, that's What's right. It's called McLean. Okay. So is it just going off the rainbow model? Kinda, and it's gonna okay. be it's gonna be a two stories. You got an old McLean, you got year one McLean. Okay. So you know what's funny? That's is, a neat idea. So we have cool. Die Hard again. We're gonna have Terminator again. Yeah. And we're gonna have Rambo again. Yeah. And we're gonna have another Creed movie. Yeah. Cool. Well, but I mean direct sequel oh, kind of right. thing. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to to Die Hard. Just don't give it to John Moore. That no. dude can't direct. Oh, no. When are we getting Steven Seagal back? Kidding. When he leaves Russia. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. We're, gonna leave, we're gonna leave that one alone. Yep. Yeah. Man. Abort. Poor. Uh, yeah. But but his movies haven't aged very well. I don't think. Under he Siege hasn't great. aged very Under well. Siege, well. Under Siege is the best Seagal movie. And then if you want to say like one where he's not a main character, Executive Decision. That movie is. That, Executive Decision is good. That is like one of my favorite '90s movies of all time. All time. Anytime I think of Steven Seagal, I just think of Family Guy now, where they like introduce him, the se- and they're just like, "Why are you fat?" <laughs> <laughs> He's got I mean, like a samurai sword. It's yeah. great. It's no, nobody wears covered. a leather jacket, black sunglasses, and a skinny ponytail like Steven Seagal. Am Dude, I right, boys? He's pulled it off. I mean, right? some of the bouncers in the '90s, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. But but anyway, yeah, Die Hard. We already talked about Die Hard. Die Hard's good. Yeah, I, I, I again just yeah. love it. Right. Hype number five. Um, my number five is Police Story. Oh God! And of y'all can eat it. <laughs> no, hey, hey, Police Story is good. I, yeah, I didn't see the the newest one. It's but... fine. Don't... No, okay. I, I, after th- three, they all had Jackie Chan in them. No, no, no. The uh, first one did right. One, two, and three did. Okay, I thought there was like a new one with him coming back. There might be. 
Um, I actually haven't heard of the new one. Okay. But after three, I, I, there's nothing to. Me. I didn't see Police Story till way later. I saw Rumble in the Bronx was my first Jackie Chan movie. That's um, what was my first. Jackie and then because I saw that in theaters, and then I went and looked them up, and they had all these things at Blockbuster, and I went watch all these crazy Jackie Chan movies. I can't remember if mine was either Rush Hour or Shanghai Noon. Oh man, no! Rumble in the Bronx, man, that was fun. What was the one he did? I, I do with, like Shanghai um, Noon and Nights, though. Oh well, yeah, those are fun too. Oh, uh, Operation Condor was one. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yep. Those, those are, are those are fun. Those but are no, fun. all the all the Jackie Chan movies kind of have like the same. They're, they're, they're beat. like fifty percent the same. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, and it's just basically Jackie Chan going, all right, how can I hurt myself here right. in a way that I haven't before? Jackie Chan movies are pro wrestling. You know, it's just like let let's just see how far this man is gonna go to. Not injure himself. I mean, you know what? In the '90s, you know, it would have been a really cool movie if you had Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise, or you know, early 2000s, because then they're both doing their role in their prime. In their primes, yeah, that'd be a really cool. Like, who could do it better? Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah, but Jackie Chan would die. (laughs) (laughs) Chan would do more, uh, like physical, like physical action, and then Tom Cruise would be like, "I got, I got the bigger set piece. I'm gonna climb this building. I'm gonna fly on this plane. I'm gonna jump out. I'm gonna learn how to halo jump. I'm I'm gonna." gonna yeah, it's I'm like, literally gonna learn that. Speaking of Tom Cruise, you know when uh, when he was on Top Gear, yes, did you ever, like he f- almost flipped the car. Yeah, and... but he, but he learned how to drive on the left side of the on the mm-hmm. right side of the car, and was number one on the lap board. Like, oh, of course, dude. Tom Cruise was number one the on the dude, lap board. The dude drives really well. Like his best car chase was in Jack Reacher. Yeah, I, I so like Jack Reacher. Let's see it. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, Police so. Story, 1985. Jackie Chan plays a cop that gets convicted or is. Blamed for the murder of a dirty cop, and so he's out on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also protecting the triad, a, a triad member's girlfriend who turned informant on them. Um, okay. This one's fun. This has a lot of action sequences. Um, if you watch most of his interviews, he talks about this movie a lot and how, like, when he was doing his own stunts, he like legitimately hurt himself to the point he had to go to the hospital. Right. Well, that, that's par for the course with older Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. Um, he there's a scene where he's going through one of the malls and he slides down a pole that has a whole bunch of string oh, he took, light. Took his hands, took his hands, clean third, off. De- third degree burns, lights, and everything in there. Man, and shocked himself. It Shock, was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy stunt. Yeah, that's bad news, man. So and he like um, landed on his head or something like when he came off the pole. It was ridiculous. The, the funnest, the the funniest story he tells during his interviews when he gets punched by Bruce Lee. That's a great story. I've, I've seen that one. That one's fantastic. Yeah, look that up on YouTube yeah. if you haven't seen that. Yeah. that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to number four. My number four, again, touching on briefly because it's someone's number one, uh, is First Blood. Um, Rambo movie. Uh, 1982. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to throw it in because people just go, oh, it's Rambo. Rambo 1. No, no it's, it's First, first blood. blood. Yeah. And then what is it? What is it? Rambo... What's the second Rambo, one? Rambo, First Blood, Ra- Part 2. Part, that's right. And yeah. then they just abandoned First Blood yeah. and called it Rambo, Rambo 3. 3. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> and then it just went back to Rambo. Which right. is fine. Yeah. Yeah, um, fine. First Blood, I think, is the only one that really stands on its own as not a junky action movie. You yeah, know not what I mean? dumb. Not very, it's very thought-provoking. Yeah. Um, the, the plot is a little bit of a mess, but it's still... It's still... Um, there's enough to follow. There's enough to follow. It's really good and co-written by Stallone. Yeah, yeah. Which um, we'll get when we when we talk about this more later. We'll yeah. we'll expand yeah. on it. But, but yeah. anyway, yeah. Going on. So that's uh, my that's my yeah. number um, four. four. Number four. My number four is going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ah, uh, yes. I love Indiana Jones. I think he's one of my favorite movie characters. Um, 
this movie's got so many memorable moments from like the opening when you don't see Indiana Jones for the first like five minutes, and then he comes out of the shadows to when he's trying to re- like replace the idol to the plane scene to right. everything in this movie is memorable. It has become a parody at this point. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. It's, when a movie is so popular and so good, it becomes a parody. Yeah, and You're like yeah, oh, man. Yeah, no, for real. Like it's yeah. a. It, prototype was it Spielberg right yeah Spielberg and yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was the movie that Spielberg and George Lucas wrote while they were in Hawaii yeah. in May of 77 when Star Wars opened because they thought it was going to be a huge bomb they just wanted to get away from it all wow yeah did you know that yeah, yeah. no I've, I'd heard that before but I'd forgotten that yeah Man, that's it's so that's crazy, crazy. yeah, yeah well I mean it's, Star Wars is a huge gamble uh, you know yeah at the time yeah well yeah. of course you know but Hey, Brad Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're they're uh, not having confidence in Star Wars. Yeah, bred, bred this awesome movie. Yeah, awesome. Hyde, what's your number four? Uh, my we already talked about this. We talked about it. Yeah, it's Commando. Yeah, Commando's. Oh, yeah, Commando's great. I apologize for talking too much. No, I I should have caught it. I have all three lists in front of me. No, Commando's great. I, again, I really need to see Commando again. I'm sure it's on streaming services. I think we forgot to talk about Vernon Wells. Oh, Bennett! (laughs) He's wearing like it's like the worst but best thing ever. Oh my god! Yeah, he's so good in that movie. Uh, That fight scene when they're fighting in like the boiler room. Oh, there's a scene where like um, Vernon Wells opens like a giant door and it hits Schwarzenegger in the face and it's just got this dong sound. Every time I watch it with somebody, I just go ow, (laughs) and it plays every time. Oh man. No, Commando's great. Yeah, seriously, rewatch that film. It is. You know what's awesome. funny is when thinking about Commando and thinking about the villa attack scene and stuff like that. I can't help but to also go and be like, I've seen that somewhere else before, and then I'm like, oh wait, Expendables did the exact same thing. Yeah, in the first one. Yeah. You know uh, what? You know what Vernon Wells did after Commando? Not a whole lot, but he also <laughs> not was, a whole lot. But he also was the main bad guy in Power Rangers Time Force. He no. was the main <laughs> villain. Huh. On how that the, show, how the mighty have fallen. No, man, he, his his villain was like one of the best. Okay, I'm a big Power Rangers guy. Well, I could talk about that, but whatever. <laughs> All right, moving on to my number three. Yeah, let's keep okay, going. this is a unique pick. Uh, I think. Let's see. There's a couple of unique picks still left mm-hmm. um, that we haven't talked about at all. My number three is Platoon, um, the 1986 um, award-winning yes Oliver Stone film, starring Tom Berenger and Willem Dafoe. Um, and, and, some and, guy named, and some guy named Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And some guy named Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the first of the three uh, Vietnam movies that uh, Oliver Stone did. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July. Right. And then Heaven and Earth. I didn't is, see Heaven and Earth. It's not very good. Okay. Born on the Fourth of July is great. One of Tom Cruise's best performances. For yeah, people for who real. say that Tom Cruise plays one character, watch, watch Born yeah, on the Fourth of July. July. Yeah. yeah, for real. He, he is capable of doing other things. Yeah. Um, but Platoon is great. Um, like I got three movies of his that I point to. It's like, he plays the same character. Watch these three movies. And watch Born on the Fourth of July, Collateral, and Tropic Thunder. I love Collateral so much. So God, Collateral is so good. <laughs> Holy crap. Shout out Michael Mann. Yeah, Michael realist. Mann. Heat and Collateral are two of my favorite I movies watched, of all time. So when I was flying back from uh, wherever I just went, where, New York City, Yeah, I watched Heat on the plane. Oh, it, it's perfect my, timing. It, dude, it. I, the flight, I was like, I got... Four minutes spare. Yeah, no, it was great. That movie's the whole so way. good. That movie's so the good. The extended cut. I didn't Ooh. see the extended cut. It's good. I've it's, seen it's, just the regular three-hour edition. It's like three and a half. It's, it's super long. I need it's to real, see it. I got the Blu-rays. Undid over. Thanks, man. 
but yeah, anyway, Platoon's really good. Um, classic. Uh, anti-war film. You don't um, feel good watching this movie. No, it's not. Oh well. Okay. Yes. I don't think I've ever felt good with even Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> well, yeah. No, well, no. But like, but like we're, we're talking about action movies and like all these action movies we're talking about. It's like, yeah, I feel like I'm jazzed. I can go to the gym and like run like ten miles. But this, you're like, I'm gonna stand. Yeah. This eat a bowl of soup. It's and, really a downer. Yeah, it's a downer of a movie. Kind of like my number one. We'll get there. We'll, too. we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. Man, I just. It's good. It's this, great. It won. It won a bunch of Academy Awards. So it won for Best Picture. It won for Best Director for Oliver Stone. It won for Best Film. I'm looking at it. Film Editing, Film Sound. Did Defoe get nominated for Supporting? Uh, okay, so best it got the nominations for Academy Awards were Best Supporting Actor for Behringer and Defoe. Nice. Uh, and Stone got nominated for Screenplay. And Richard Robert Richardson got nominated for Best Cinematography. Okay. It won a bunch of BAFTAs. It won a bunch of bunch of stuff. Defoe is really good in that movie. Like, yeah. I, I love Willem Defoe, and he did a couple of Vietnam movies. Like he did that in like Flight of the Intruder, which is a bad Top Gun ripoff. Again, <laughs> <laughs> it's got planes in it. I've seen it. Man, um, no, I think Willem Defoe is really good. He's great. W- w- we were talking about themes or things that'll you'll see any movie like if it's a plane mm-hmm. movie yeah vietnam is like my favorite setting for any war movie i love because it. it's such a you can tell a really big story or you can tell like a really small and personal story right. like and uh, it has the best soundtrack platoon does no no vietnam war has the best soundtrack yeah, you know, yeah, even like the stuff like from like Kong Skull Island, like they yeah. they play it up. Yeah, you get a lot of good soundtrack from the sixties. A lot of CCR, right? Um, but uh, my 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 one thing that uh, like your airplane movies is possession movies. We talked about this like a week uh, ago. Yeah, we talked about it last like, week. Like, I will see any garbage demonic possession movie. That is like my. Did you see that one of those found footage where it ended with the car crash? I forget. I Probably. forget the name of it. Whatever. Devil and no, not Devil Inside. We talked about Devil's Do. We talked about this like two weeks ago. Not Devil's Do. I know which one you're talking about. And they yeah. they sent it to they like the end of the movie. It's a website that you had to go to. I remember this, and it was like no. Yeah. What's it called? I'll, I'll find, find, it. find it. We'll find it. We'll right. find it. But find it. Okay. Oh, so yeah, Platoon is my number three. Great film. Uh, Matt, what's your number? My three? number three is going to be Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Sensing a theme. I. I like oh. Last Crusade more than I like Raiders, but Raiders is the better film. Okay. But I'm a sucker for father-son stories. I got gotcha. you. Big sucker for father-son stories. Okay. Uh, like Connery gives it his all. Like that's one of my Last favorite. Crusade's really good. Yeah, I, I think it's Alien Aliens. I think you can make an argument. Yeah, you way. could. Because two's never an option. I yeah. Well, if we ever talk about Indiana Jones at nauseum, I'll I'll talk about why I don't like Temple and I kind of like I really like uh, Crystal Skull. Okay. So, that's an unpopular Matt, Matt, opinion. Yeah, Matt has some unpopular movie opinions, as you'll find out next week on... Uh, yeah, on, on uh, Sci-Fi. That is going to turn some heads. Yeah, you got you got an interesting one. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, like my, I think one of my favorite parts from Last Crusade is when they're in the... the <laughs> it's the plane scene where they're flying and they got the two German fighters on them and he shoots oh. the tail off the plane. Wait, Matt, you like the plane scene? Yeah, I like the plane scene. Wow. And, and Connery just has this great turnaround and he looks at him. He's like, Dad, are we hit? And he just turns around and goes, Son... <laughs> I'm they sorry. got us. They got us. <laughs> He's like, he for sure know he shot the tail off his own plane. Because and, you know, at the same time too, that's like one of the one of the very few times you actually see Connery kind of play that subtle incompetence. He, yeah, he, and it's great. It's the buffoon. like, the, yeah, the his character. I, I describe his Indiana Jones character as a better Marcus Brody. He's more competent than Brody, yeah. but Brody has like his like slapsticky moments. Connery still has that, but he's more comp- competent. Yeah. And, okay. oh, my God. I just, 
that scene's great and <laughs> like and like you can fly a plane flying yeah land no <laughs> awesome uh, um, i could talk about it i could talk about those movies all day hide what's your number three uh, my number three is Escape to and Devil Inside is the name of the Devil, movie. I, I have seen Devil Inside. That oh, ends God. with the website. Yeah, there's really well, yeah. It, it, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll tell you about we'll it. Tell me later. So mine, I think we talked about it a little bit briefly. Escape from New York. Yes, yeah, so we already talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit. Um, John Carpenter, 1981. Um, I like these Supermax kind of stories. Right. Um, of course, it's an interesting story. It's like you send a bad guy in a city of bad guys to get the good guy. Yeah, that's great. Um, the other one that's more recent that I kind of liked and also a little unpopular and I can't lock out. Oh, I love Lockout. Oh, oh dude, that movie rules. <laughs> that was I, saw that, I saw that movie in theater Matt by to, myself Matt because my friend did not lock out. Matt has pitched me Lockout previously one. more than on more than one occasion. It's, Matt has I will let you borrow the blue. Dude, guy. it's really it's a I fun might, movie. I might own it. Okay. I might. Yeah, Lockout. Lockout's just fun. It is an '80s action movie like that was made in the 2010s. <laughs> That's literally my pitch for it. Guy Pierce's best role. <laughs> uh, no, Memento. N- Memento. But yeah, no, you got you no, got a big Memento, movie there, buddy. He was, I liked him in Iron Man 3. I liked Iron Man 3. I liked Iron Man 3, I liked Iron Man 3, 3, too, Man 3 also. Until he started breathing fire. That movie gets that a was bad rap. The movie gets yeah, a bad rap for no It's a superhero reason. movie. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we talked about Escape from New York already. Donald so, Pleasance playing the, the, president, Brit- the British yeah, American I love, president. I love Donald Pleasance. He's great. Um, that's all I need is I need another like run and gun action movie where Schwarzenegger's the president that way we can just oh, be man. done with all these president jokes with him yeah especially in, like Demolition Man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the, the Schwarzenegger presidential library <laughs> but it wasn't wait hold on it was like and like she explained like Sandra Bullock explains to Stallone it was like yeah it was like the 28th amendment where they <laughs> they allowed him to be president I'm like I see it yeah <laughs> I buy it I dig it I buy it, it. All right, uh, my number two is uh, 1989, barely making it in. Tim Burton. There it is, Matt got it. That is Batman. Yeah. Started it all, really, with the modern Batman films. Not counting the... Adam West with the serials from the 40s. Not counting Adam West. Yeah. I'm talking about the, you know... The newer stuff. The Dark Knight type stuff. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day about Nicholson's Joker to Heath Ledger's Joker. It's a real tough comparison. Nicholson's Joker was comic accurate at the time. Right. Uh, Ledger's Joker was accurate for the time that they were making the movie. Yes. Yes. Like the, not going toward the comics, just like if I a, had to pick one or the other, I'd pick Ledger. But yes, but Nicholson gives it his. But the all. right, but the the Ledger Joker wouldn't work in this movie. No, and the J- Nicholson Joker wouldn't work in the Correct. Nolan movies. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the Nicholson Joker is as good as a villain as you could possibly imagine oh, he's so in good. this movie. Right, and Michael Keaton is still one of my favorite Batmans. Well regarded as still. He's the my Batman. number two. He's a really good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I. I like his Batman. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just made a great face. That's perfect. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Christian Bale as my number one. I like him a lot. I, I like Bale. I really like Affleck. Affleck. Affleck's actually, got some really good Batman stuff. I like Affleck, too. I just feel like he's real d- disenchanted with the movie. Well, he's not He's not coming back anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I yeah, know. Whatever, but yeah, but, uh, Shut up, and Kim Basinger <laughs> is uh, Vicky Vale. That's right. Yep. She's great. This, this movie's Didn't great. It, it had someone I hated in this movie too. Who, Vicky Vale's? It, was it Vince? It's not Vince Vaughn. 
No, it's the Vince Vaughn of that era, though. Yeah, I, why can't I think of his name now? Yeah. Was, Rob, Robert, <laughs> Robert Wool? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. 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 He plays, like, the editor or whatnot. Uh, he, the, he like, bites it in the in the parade scene, I think. No, no, no. He saves her in the parade. Oh, that's right. He knocks out one of Joker's thugs, that's steals right. their gas mask, and goes saves right. Vicky Vale, and then gets friend-zoned, like that's he should. Right. Well, yeah, but, I mean, because <laughs> it's Batman. What? what else is he in that I know him from? That I Who, Robert Wool? Yeah. He's a million every movie. Yeah, he's a very made. he's a big character actor in the eighties and nineties. I know that's why, and there's uh, something that I specifically hate him from. You know what? You know what? Oh, let's good, go. Um, let's see. He was in. Uh, he was in Good Good Morning Vietnam. That's what I hate him from. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, that's because all I can think about is his stupid laugh from that movie. Yeah, where he's like the D, He's not the DJ. He's like the sound tech. Yeah, yeah he, and he's in the other room. Yeah. 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 All right, Matt. What's your number two? My number two is Red Dawn. Excellent. That movie. That I, is, I like Red Dawn. I so do. I was a, I, I wrote a lot of stories when I was in like middle school and high school, and I, I watched Red Dawn one night on like AMC, like going to bed, and I had a dream about like an invasion, and I wrote it down, and I have this, I have this story somewhere of like what I would do, like me and my friends doing the exact same thing as Red Dawn. And they basically <laughs> turned it into a movie called Red Dawn. And, like it was a big remake, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth and John yeah, Peck yeah. And, and but I never the, saw the remake. The remake is okay. That's what I heard. Everybody yeah. said, eh. it's it's not it's not as good as this one. This one has more memorable moments and characters because you got Swayze playing uh, Jed, and then you got Charlie Sheen in his first role. Yep. I want to say playing uh, Swayze's younger brother, and you got C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, Jennifer Grey. Um, who else is in this movie? I think that's all the big names. I in think it. that was that's it. The, yeah. that's the big names in it. But it's got some really cool um, moments in it where you're seeing just this invasion of a small town in Colorado, and you kind of feel just it just it's it's real. If you're watch if like I can't imagine what watching this movie in the '80s would have been like because the real threat. Cause, yeah, because yeah, '85, '86 was like the height of like the '80s, Cold like War Cold War era. era. Yeah. yeah, right. Where like it was like. This is it. We're like, we've got them all pointed. At, we got the missiles pointed at each other, and our hands are hovering over that button. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, like, and and they they give you this great text on the screen before the movie opens, where it's like, uh, where the crops in Russia fail, they go nuts, and then like you just get this whole story, and then it's like, there there could be an invasion happen, and then you get like a ten minute, no, five minutes of Swayze and Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen gets dropped off at school, and then he's in class, and then all of a sudden, they're invaded. And that's yep. it. There is no buildup. Right. And that movie rules. What I think I'm <laughs> really kind of upset about, too, with the remake, more or less, is they could have made it Homefront. They could. Yeah, and that's kind of the inspiration for it, because I really I, – I have this in my head where I think Homefront was made as the video game for Red, the oh, Red yeah. Dawn remake. But it all fell through because of the Sony deal and everything that happened. And but even at that, like they and the other thing too with the the remake, just one, it should have been rated R because you could have done more with it. You could have, but you can do pretty good PG thirteen violence. There, there, that's also true. And two, it sets up a sequel with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and it makes me sad because I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Ooh, Powers Booth. Powers Booth is in the no. original, and he played the fighter pilot who kind of taught the kids how to be soldiers. <laughs> And that and that's is exactly awesome. what he does in Red Dawn, <laughs> and Supernatural, and yeah, yeah, that's, that's Jeffrey yeah. D. Morgan plays that right. character. They kind of tweak his okay. backstory a little bit, okay. and uh, yeah, the the ending actually has a pre- the ending of the, the remake is 
I think it's brilliant. I think the ending of the remake is better than the ending of the original. Really. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Because the ending okay. of the original is really sad and dour, and they and you have a kind of a you hear about what happens after the the events of the movie, yeah. and then you get the ending of the remake, and you kind of got like the re, the war is still going on. Yeah, it's still happening. Like okay. they, um, this is why I'm kind of upset that they don't do it like they did in Homefront. So in the remake, you actually have. They're being taken to internment camps. Any U.S. Mm. civilian, well, the Koreans are picking them up and putting them in internment camps, mm. essentially death camps, which is what sure. they are in yeah. the video game. And so you have Josh Peck after his brother Chris Hemsworth <laughs> has been shot and almost, killed. Almost off screen. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Almost, yeah. It's, it's a movie that's like almost 10 years old at this point. Oh, wow. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. Because oh, it was made in 09 before, everybody, before Hemsworth got big, and then it was on the shelf until 2012. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So this movie's almost 10 years old. Um, and so, yeah, it ends up with them. They're like, they've built their own convoys and own uh, military vehicles, and they're storming this internment camp to release everyone. Yeah. Okay. To build up their army. And, it, and oh. it's great. And, like, the last shot is, like, an American flag flying out with of this. With them yelling Wolverines. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. And another reason I love this movie so much is because my high school was. The, were the Wolverines? Were the Wolverines because they opened right after the movie came out. And oh. so, so they, they were like, yeah, let's be that. That's great. And then awesome. they kind of played it off as like the Michigan Wolverines. Cause, oh, so we have their fight song and whatnot for okay. all the band and whatnot. Yeah, but Red Dawn. But come on, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Okay, Hyde, what's your number two? My number two is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Of course. It's a classic. Uh, another jarring Carpen- Carpenter film. That's two Carpenter movies. Um, how many Camerons? Two, three? I forget that we've had. Three right. now? Three. Yeah, yeah we're going to have some on the, the sci-fi list. Yep. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell again. Yep. Playing a hard-boiled truck driver. <laughs> Shout out to your boy. Which, this movie takes such a hard left turn into the fantasy elements, too. That oh, absolutely. Just like, if you're not paying attention, it hits you in the face from what I heard. It, I've never, no, I've never really seen this movie. Does. This is, yeah, this is one of the few movies that I think uh, is like a, of this tier that you yeah. haven't seen. Because, like, I mean, like I, I was telling... The guy I was telling you guys before we started is like I wasn't a fantasy kid growing up. I was the the sci-fi action movie, so yeah. I never really saw this because I was like, eh, it doesn't really interest me. But it's it's on my list of things to watch. So okay, yeah. Um, so essentially, he gets trapped in Chinatown in the underground world of Chinatown. Yes, and comes across an ancient Chinese prince that he has to oh, help man. protect. Yeah, against the evil essentially Merlin is what. He yeah, is. no, for real. Um, it's it is the it is a strange movie. It's like take, I'm just sitting back and listening, guys. You got this. Take 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 King Arthur. Yep, got yep. it. Add Transformers. No. no. Okay. Take you know, we, already, we saw that movie. Already. Yeah. <laughs> take King Arthur. Throw it in Chinatown. Add some like ancient Chinese mythology, and I use that term yeah. very very loosely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Roadhouse. You know what? Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll no, that's a, that's pretty accurate. This is it's a it's a it's a strange film. Not while my jeans are pressed so tightly up against my buttocks, they're not. <laughs> Man, I mean, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I need to see this movie again. It's. I how, really how, want. How come the they never sequel? did any more with it? They'll, they so he, Kurt Russell has actually actively talked about doing a sequel to this, as well as obviously the third Escape movie. Oh my god. Can we get a Tango and Cash sequel too? Why not? While we're at sure, why not? I like that movie. Um, <laughs> if there's a time to do sequels or remakes for this movie, it's now when the '80s nostalgia is hot. Sure. It's now or never. Absolutely. It really is now or never. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, that brings us to our number ones. Um, one of our number ones is a repeat, so I'm going to let Hyde 
just go again with your number one, unfortunately. Sorry. My number one is First Blood. That's it. It's a it's quality film. I so <laughs> it's quality film. I like that. You sound like Farva from yeah. Quality, uh, quality, quality film. It's quality film. Leader of cola. Leader of cola, please. So my my big question for you guys: Would you guys wanted the original ending instead? No. Because what's the original ending? The original ending: He gets killed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Trauma and it's basically the same scene except. Uh, did they film it? Yeah, yeah. They filmed the, it. It's, it, I think it's on a deleted scene. Okay. It's, it's a deleted scene, it. and they also use footage of it in the fourth Rambo movie. Yes, as I've, like a I've seen sequence. First Blood, and I've seen Rambo: First Blood Part Two, and that's it. Rambo Three's a dumb Which, action movie. Yeah, that's where he shoots a helicopter with a bow and arrow, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Because because. Form made it a little more realistic, and sure. I use that very loosely. But but no, I mean, <laughs> I, stick is in like people getting hit in the face with fifty caliber <laughs> bullets like, are exploding. <laughs> I mean, but if the option is Rambo dies, um, no, I think that I think that actually would I- improve the story. I, I think it's an, I think that makes it a more. I, I think I think uh, so. And I, and I love this movie. So the the yeah. whole the whole reason as it is the whole reason they ended up not doing it, and I think this actually was an interview with Stallone too, was because they saw the potential for the franchise. Right. That and I mean I. And that's such a dour note to leave the movie on. Yeah. Because you feel bad yeah, for Rambo. True. Already. Yeah, and you you don't yeah. You, you just want him to go home. Yeah. You want. Yeah. yeah. I, I I really think if you didn't make it an action movie, you could make it. You could have the Rambo character be like. A guy wandering the U.S. just trying to connect, and I mean, I would, I would have loved to have seen if it was like he was kind of like someone that other vets from the Vietnam War would go to, yeah, for like support, and like have like a group, a giant group of like vets, and like maybe they go into a small town where the sheriff or someone like uh, what's it, Brian Dennehy's yeah, character Brian, yeah. uh, is kind of like watching over, yeah, them and yeah, and he's like kind of ruling with yeah. the iron fist of the town that's kind of like in this area, and I mean that could have been cool, but. I, yeah, I think the ending, the original ending, just is too. It's too, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. But I like that they shot it, and I like that they use it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's it was a really it would have been a bold choice. Oh yeah, it would have been really bold. No, because because no. you don't feel like Rambo's the villain in this movie either. Well, well clearly I don't mind downer endings, because like platoon. Yeah, platoon. And <sighs> moving on to my number one, uh, the Stanley Kubrick classic, nineteen eighty seven, Full Metal Jacket. Um, how can you how could you say the movie ends in a dour note when you're well, singing the, the Mickey Mouse song? <laughs> well, I mean, but come on. I mean, yeah, the whole, no, the whole I get movie, it, I get the whole it, movie is that's down, what makes the me whole, downer. <laughs> the whole movie's a downer, honestly. Oh yeah, no kidding. Um, I was if, I was, I was just making a joke, guys. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, if you've never if you've never seen this movie, um, you've probably seen the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, it, yeah. At you, the very least. At the very yeah. At the very least, you've seen the first fifteen minutes. Or you've seen the like five minute clip of, of Arlie Army. Oh, yeah, God. yelling Rest at uh, peace, dude. Yeah, yelling oh, at Vincent D'Onofrio, who's so good in this movie. Holy crap! I, I every time I see that, I'm like, oh wait, that is. That, yeah. I completely ben. forget. Vincent D'Onofrio is really good in everything. Yeah, I, I liked him in Magnificent Seven. You ever, you ever see him in the the, the Cell? The, yeah, the, the Cell is a horrible movie, but he's okay in it. He's, no, he's good in he's that movie. He's serviceable. Yeah. I like the Cell. I know the Cell's trash. The Cell I'm, is, but I'm trash. A, I'm well aware that it's trash. But I like it. Yeah, it's good. But glad no, you know that it's trash. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm well aware. But D'Onofrio is so good, mm-hmm. um, especially in this movie. Um, but it's it's weird. It, there's like. It, it, there's two parts of this movie. There's the part in training camp, and then there's the part in uh, actual. In, in it, actual, it yeah, very well Vietnam. could have been a, 
a two-parter. You could have had a two-hour movie in yeah, Boot Camp. Cooper, Cooper's not doing that. No, 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 no. Cooper's, Please. Yeah. If, like, someone like... Um... They're going to make Barry Lyndon 2. <laughs> Fair enough. That's yeah. right. Fair enough. But, yeah, the, the movie does have a really hard shift once yeah. you go to it's very Vietnam. It's jarring if you haven't... If you don't know what's what you're expecting. And it's yeah. also super long. Yeah. I forget how long it is, but it's quite long. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, this obviously is, like, me. the top... 116 minutes. Uh, yeah, not it's, that long. it's it, but it feels long, especially because you you feel. I was I was in a theater, uh, not theater class, I was a film class in high school, and we talked about this film, and it's like, why does it feel so long when it's not really that long? Right. You feel trapped. You oh, feel okay. trapped with these marines. Yeah, you're, you, it, it's that whole aspect of the ratio he's shooting in. To, yeah, to make it, you. And it was only nominated for one Academy Award. Yes, it was nominated and didn't win for best adapted screenplay. Yeah, you know, and when you think about it now, too, like. This is probably one of the best war movies. Oh, absolutely. Obviously the top Vietnam war movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there can be claims for like Platoon and We Were Soldiers to kind of combat each other. We like, Were Soldiers is really underrated yeah. in, Viet- in the Vietnam movies. It is. Um, but it, it's also one of those things when you kind of think about it, like if this movie was made today, it probably wouldn't have even gotten nominated. No, for sure. No, especially it's, since, you know, Kubrick's dead. Well, <laughs> right. well no, just out of that, that I know, aspect. yeah. I, forget yeah, that no, aspect. I, I agree with you. It's, it, I mean, this this movie couldn't yeah. have been made today the way it is. No. It exists. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's it's brutal, it's in your face, and not, not just with the violence, just with the language and the themes, and just, it's just... What you see these people going through. Yeah, it's very intense. And I'm just a big Kubrick mark. I like him... I mean, that's like saying you like the Red Sox, right? Or like yeah. the Yankees. Yeah. It's like oh, cool. you just like quality yeah. filmmaking. It's like oh yeah, I also like the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, no, it, Kubrick is just was one of the best ever to right. do it. And even though I don't like two thousand one, I can admit that that film is shot really well. It's a technical achievement. It's technically at the very least beautiful. Right. I just can't watch it. Right. As we'll talk about next week. Well, yeah, we'll he- you'll hear my. Uh, uh, but anyway, my that's my number one. Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Uh, absolutely love this film. Yeah. Completely worth watching. Great, great film. Yeah. Uh, then, I think we only have one more number one left. And, uh, and it's... Um, I have been waiting to talk about this movie for like... And, and it's can we save 30 minutes on the show for this? Yeah, right. Uh, I, can make, we, I can make it like in five we, or ten. We, we, we skipped my number seven, basically. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, what's your number one? My number one is the 1986 classic, which is... Yeah. It's, uh, it's Top Gun. Oh, yeah. It is... The best 80s movie ever made. <laughs> you think so? It is Kenny Loggins' claim to fame. I mean, along not with Caddyshack. Caddyshack you and along with <laughs> Footloose. I mean, bro. I he, mean, if, you, if you had an 80s movie, you, you got had, Kenny Loggins. What the house at Pooh Corner, man? You guys are just like doing my boy dirty <laughs> like this. I'm out here besmirching my man's name. Yeah, no, he's re recording it for the sequel coming up. How's it Pooh Corner? No. no. Oh. Danger Zone. Danger Zone. Danger zone. He's recording oh. it. K Log, um, bringing it back. Yeah, man. Um, a, which is great because he's a folk singer and he doesn't he likes folk music but he loves rock and roll yeah. <laughs> which is he talks about that uh, there's a documentary on this film but anyway um, this movie I have seen this movie no less than 3,000 times <laughs> this is I, one of those movies that like if you're watching with someone who's never seen it before they're going to be really annoyed because you're saying I'm actually really good with that are you? I'm actually really good with that because I can like I can you in can my head it do it I can do it in my head I'm just like okay. oh, yeah but, it's, uh, a, it's the story of Maverick and Goose. It's the story of Tom Cruise, who plays... Maverick? A, yeah, Maverick. A fighter pilot in the United States Navy who gets selected to go to the Navy's fighter weapons school where they learn how to be better pilots in combat. 
Okay. And it's basically a tr- the whole movie is basically training to be better pilots, and it's and it's really kind of Maverick trying to prove that he's the best of the best to Val Kilmer's Iceman. Right. The need for speed. There's there's so many. This is like a, like what I was saying with Raiders. There's yeah. so much in this that has become parody. It is, and they made a parody called right. Hot Shots, and that oh, movie is great. Hot Shots, great. I don't think I've seen Hot Shots. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Hot Shots. You've never seen Hot Shots? No. Oh, it's great. So. Lloyd Bridges is fantastic. He plays like the admiral character, and it's okay. basic. I've seen Slap Shot. Nah. Like hockey film. Nah. So, Nine, it's it's kind of like 1941. Oh. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, back to Top Gun. Yeah, back, anyway, back to Top Gun. Anyway, it has, it, like like I said with flying movies, I will watch it, but it's got my favorite airplane in it. The F-14 is just this giant beast of a plane. And they shot, the the way they shot it was, um, he wanted, uh, Tony Scott wanted a lot of backlighting to make everything look huge. So he had, he shot everything against the, the light, and there was a scene that he was setting up for, and he was right about to start filming, and uh, the, the carrier, the aircraft carrier, started a left turn. And he starts screaming about his light. And he calls up to the tower and talks to the captain. He's like, can you turn back? He's like, I ran out of space. I mean, it'll cost me like $25,000 to have the carrier go the way that we were going. And so Tony Scott called his assistant over, got his checkbook, wrote a check for $25 million to the United States Navy, ripped it, <laughs> sent his assistant up to the, the tower, and they turned the ship right back to where it was. Wow. And they got the shot. And I'm like... See, you don't get stories like that when you shoot on a soundstage and a bunch of blue screen. You get the real yeah. deal. I, I love stories like that, like the real inside baseball type of you know Hollywood stuff. That they you, like, they put all the actors in a backseat of an F fourteen and flew them, except for Val because Val Kilmer didn't want to do it. He couldn't. Yeah, he he didn't it. want to because he's like, I don't feel like I need to do it, and I'm just like, okay. Hey man, whatever. Everybody yeah. got sick except for Anthony Edwards. I I like Anthony. Edwards. It was great. Yeah, um, I but, like Val Kilmer a lot. Too. Yeah, he's, Kilmer's great. Kind of weird though. Like as an actor, I don't I don't like him in everything. He's great in like he's great in this. He's great in Tombstone, and he's yeah. great in Heat. I he's really good in Heat. Yeah. What, what was the movie that we saw him in recently where he was just really bad and strange? Do you remember? <sighs> he was in some movie. The Rel- Snowman. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Like is that, that was pretty. I was pretty. I'm happy with myself Dude, for that, pulling that one out. Well done. Yeah. Well, I mean. Did you see Snowman? Uh, I saw parts of it. You see Val Kilmer in Snowman? Yeah, they overdubbed his voice because he unfortunately he got throat cancer and, yeah. he, and he's his his but, voice is gone. Like, just cast someone else. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, know. it just it was just, it was jarring. Yeah, and it's really kind of sad. But I, of course, it I, is. I follow him on Facebook and like he does videos where he's like talking and whatnot. And it's kind of just like oh man, but like he has such a positive attitude toward him. Like, dude, right. I don't care, man. You're go for it. He's right. gonna put be... that bat suit back on. No, let's, <laughs> let's take it far. easy now. Easy now. I mean, he's gonna be in Top Gun uh, too. They're making a sequel. So first of all, on the Wikipedia for Top Gun, it this it credits Top Gun as the first movie in the install the first movie in the first installment of the Top Gun film series. Uh, I wouldn't go that far because uh, which credits yeah. the second one as being Top Gun Maverick coming yes. out in 2020. Yeah, it was originally gonna be. Uh, June... Yeah, July of next year, and then they pushed it back a full year for the best reason ever, and was like, we want the best fighter pilot scenes in movies. And I'm just like, okay. You're going to have to beat your old movie. Because they put actual giant cameras on these giant airplanes to get shots you will never see again. But see, at the same time, they don't need giant cameras because they're smaller. Yeah. And 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 so we have Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer confirmed for the new one, and Uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller's playing uh, Goose's son. Right. You got Jennifer Connelly. 
You got um, oh, who else? Um, they ca- they just released a giant cast list. I didn't have time to read oh, everybody. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've got it over here somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to the the sequel because I mean I I could t- like if you come to Clear Lake and Glenn you, Powell John Hamm yeah Ed Harris you want to something cool about Glenn Powell he was up for the role that Miles Teller got and I think he should have got it over Miles Teller I do like Miles Teller though. I do but he's, he just he's get, in a lot of stuff I just get a lot of he picks a lot of bad movies I really do. think Glenn Powell looks more like Anthony Edwards than Miles Teller does because if you look at two yeah, pic- if you I, look at two pictures of like Goose from the movie and then like Glenn Powell they look oh Ed Harris is gonna be in it yeah he, I think he's gonna play John Hamm someone important well um, he's Ed Harris yeah he's he'll, play he'll, some, he'll play the military he's leader. gonna play yes yes well, and, <laughs> he's gonna play somebody in the military yeah, yeah. what but I mean to go to Alcatraz but, oh, yeah. no he's gonna no he died in that movie man. <laughs> He died in that movie. Spoil- Spoilers for The Rock. For dude. The Rock, for a 20-year-old action movie. I love that movie. Isn't Ron going to listen to this? So, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> uh, Ron's never going to watch that movie. Oh, he should. He that's, didn't that's watch it for the Michael Bay episode. That's that is, right. That is Michael Bay's best no, film. it is. Um, yeah, what, what, better than Bad Boys. What movies did he watch for the... What did we talk about? We, we talked about we did Pain a whole and Michael Gain. Bay episode. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, we did Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. I don't like, I don't like Pain and Gain. Oh, I am so against the message that Pain and Gain sends. Oh, no. It's stupid. Oh, oh, no. it's. I saw it in theaters before I knew that it was the whole thing with Pain and Gain. I saw it just because of those stupid comedy. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was... It's not really a stupid comedy. It's no, like it's... this stuff actually happened to these people, and these people are horrible human beings. Yes. 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 But I couldn't support it. I really couldn't. No, so I, was I, just like, I, I agree with I you I morally now. couldn't see that. I retroactively movie. found out about yeah. it. So, um... But no, anyway, shout out our Michael uh, Michael Bay episode, proving that we can do an episode on anybody. <laughs> what what movie that he did recently that was Michael Bay? Yeah, brilliant was uh, last night. No, Battleship? no, no, he didn't direct Battleship. <laughs> I know. Damn, whatever. Which one? Th- Thirteen Hours. I didn't see it. Because if you watch, oh yeah, he made the, I completely forgot about. He that made one. the movie about the soldiers in Benghazi right. on on yeah, yeah. in whenever 2012. somewhere there. Twelve. And like watching like Transformers and being like. What the hell is this guy seeing making movie? And then watching like thirteen hours, like this dude knows how to shoot action better than practically anybody out there. I imagine so. Yeah, I and mean, like he got Krasinski to do a great job, and James Badge Dale, okay. or James Dale Bad or whatever his name is, he did a great job. But like this dude knows what he's doing. You can't really fault him for like wanting to make the giant robot movies that make a billion dollars a pop. Right. I mean, it'd be, he'd be stupid to. To turn that down. Yeah, and know? I mean, he said he's he's. It's my final time, three times in a row now. So, right. Well, yeah. But, well, I mean, we'll, we we want to get back to. The top well, no, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think like, I think we're good. I mean, if you want to talk to me about Top Gun every day of the week. I, yeah, like I could. I call down to Clear Lake. Yeah, seriously. Like I, I mean, so, I love talking. About so this I have movie. a question for you. Shoot. So, so, are you are you hyped? I mean, I know you're hyped for for a new Top Gun movie. Yes. But are you, like, worried about it? Like, that it'll tarnish? Like, that it won't be good? No, or, because... Like, do you think you will like it no matter what? Or do you think... Unfortunately, you... yeah. Because, okay. I mean, I wish I could go into this movie, like, objective. Like, mm-hmm. like not, in, like, being such a fan that I am. But I'm really happy with the way Tom Cruise is handling it. Because he's been wanting this movie made for the past, like, five or six years. And unfortunately, it hit a snag when Tony Scott uh, passed, passed away. away. And I was like, right? yeah, and it was like a day before they were about to start talking about filming. Oh, man. And I was like, this, I, I didn't see the movie happening at that point. Right. So for the record, the director for this one, uh, Joseph Kosinski. Yes. Um, did Tron Legacy. Okay. And Oblivion. Oblivion. And Only the Brave. 
Only the Brave is okay. Wait, is only the Brave the, the one fire with, fire the fire with the fire bear? With the fire bear. Man. The, I, I looked into the woods and I saw a bear. It was majestic. on fire. The, the movie that makes me think that he'll be able to pull this off is Oblivion. Have you, have I mean, you seen Oblivion? No, but I've, but I've seen Tron and... He Tron Tron is not as bad as everyone says it is. It's not good, but like it's shot okay. It's shot great. Watch Oblivion. There's a scene in Oblivion where how they filmed it was basically the set. The main set is like this tower that's like a thousand feet in the air. Sure. And they built the set in entirety and then surrounded it with a screen. Okay. And then put their cameras in a 360 degree path on a mountain. Shot the air for like a full like week. And they projected it on the screens, so it's wow. actual lighting. Oh wow, that's dude! Crazy. It is it, the amount of work that went into that movie is intense, and it's so huh. good. Okay. So I would absolutely recommend okay. watching okay. that. And that's where I was like, yeah, I think he can shoot a Top Gun movie because he knows okay. what he's doing. Okay, fair enough. So okay, well, um, we appreciate y'all so much for um, sticking with us for um, our top tens uh, today. Um, we do before we get before we go much further. <laughs> went off the rails. I'm sorry. <laughs> before we go any further, though. Um, this week, Predator comes out. Yes. So I need to get you. I need to get a score from you. A prediction Ooh. from the Predator. Ooh. Um, uh, so what that is is the, what that entails, and also Hyde. I need you to give me yours because we, for some reason, don't have it. So you can fix it if it sucked. Um, <laughs> so uh, what, what we want, Matt, if you don't remember, that is prediction of what you're going to rate it, and mm-hmm. prediction of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's going to get. Uh, 76, probably. This is fan or is this critics? This is no, no, critics. Critics? Seven, I think it's 76. Fan, is the fan good. thing doesn't obviously count. doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. 76, I think, for, for Ron Tomatoes for The Predator. I think that there are going to be critics that just, like, are, they don't care. And then there are going to be critics that are just going to... And what is and what is the final score going to be? I'm gonna give, I think I'm going to give it probably, like, an 8-0, maybe? Okay. I'm I'm hey, no. I'm you're, looking you're forward to this. I Okay. If you want if you want some texture, um I gave it let's see, what did I say? I predicted I would give it a six point five. Okay. And a, with a fifty seven on Rotten Tomatoes. So you think it's not gonna be I, stellar? I, well, it doesn't matter if I think it's gonna be stellar. I think mm-hmm. I fifty seven I think is like for an action movie that's like that's pretty good. That's, that's a, right, in the, right in the middle of, of action movies. Like, but if you look at like action movies that have come out recently, like the Mission Impossibles and whatnot, it's like, yeah, yeah, that was you, a big surprise. You get a giant. Yeah, but this is Predator, and like I don't know, I feel like people look down on Predator. I think it's a smart Predator because the last Predator movie that came out was actually really good. And Predators, kind of, yeah, Predators kind of surprised everybody with being different and a a really not thought provoking. I don't want to use that word because right. I'm not I'm not a cinema snob, but yeah. All right. I mean, I... Hi, do you want to fix this? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say Predator gets... I'm going based off other Shane Black movies, 70%. Okay. What's your score? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5. 7.5. I'm right. already bummed out by that last trailer now. So... Okay. Same thing with, like, Terminator Genesis when they give it, like, the, the big spoiler reveal. Oh, uh, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but Terminator, Terminator Genesis was DOA, man. That movie is awful. I was fine with it for the most part but like yeah we'll yeah, we'll, yeah talk, but anyway that. we can talk about that later yeah thank so thank y'all for sticking with us on this supersized episode sorry about that folks. It's, all, it's all good uh we all get super passionate talking about our favorite movies we really appreciate all of y'all's support make sure you follow us on instagram at uncanny universe podcast and twitter 
No, wait. Or Uncanny yeah, Universe. No, Twitter is BRC Uncanny. BRC Uncanny on Twitter. Okay, cool. Uncanny Universe, Universe on, on, Twi- on, on Instagram. Instagram. And Uncanny Universe Podcast on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you can just search for Uncanny Universe on all of them. And, it's just, you find and it also, by the way, guys, um, we do need you guys to go onto iTunes yes, and actually throw out some reviews on there. Um, uh, so uh, we'll just give you the full reason why we're doing this. So Rotten Tomatoes has opened up podcasts as being legitimate critics. Oh, wow. And if you, and if you have 200 um, reviews on there, You're legitimate. You, you are considered eligible to be on there. So give us the likes. And then maybe for 2019, we can get our power rankings. Oh my God! Yeah, actually affecting and the score. And that's like a big. That's like a big deal because it's like Avengers right. four, Star Wars, right. all these so, big movies. And so out. the way we'll do it going forward with all of our reviews is we're going to have all three of our scores, and then we'll average them together divided by you know. Yeah. And we'll have we'll have an uncanny universe score. That'd be awesome. So going forward, and we can go back and do that for the other movies. And for most DC movies, they'll be lopsided. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> One on. way or another. Let's, let's be real. Depending on who makes those DC movies. Yeah. For real. But anyway, um, so please go to iTunes, um, review us five stars, please. Uh, you don't have to. You don't even have to give words. You can just do um, a star rating. Then again, if you are also the person who put the review up of, of licking the doorknob, I appreciate the, that too. Licking the doorknob and that we need to yell at each other more. Please come in and talk to us. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us, streaming us, or any way you can suit the podcast. We really appreciate all the support. I'm Matt, and I'm Hyde, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thank you.